At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. And by us, I mean just me. Uh, don't worry, I'll have a, I'm having a guest come on uh, coming on in, in a few minutes. But anyway, hopefully you guys are uh, already, you've already started binge eating, you're laying around, you've got nothing to do, and you've stumbled upon Boy Crazy Radio. And tonight could be our night. Or you're out gallivanting around town, getting drunk, making out, collecting stories that you're only going to regret. Uh, you can call in about those things next week. Anyway, let me get back on track because I'm already off track. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host, Alexi Wasser. Now, let me just to quickly explain what this fucking thing is. Boy Crazy Radio is, in a nutshell, a call-in advice show, okay? That's pretty, that's pretty simple. That's simple enough for everybody to comprehend, right? Think of this as love lines, except uh, none of the wise words or wisdom that you would get from Dr. Drew. Instead, me and my bonehead friends are going to try to attempt to give you love and dating and sex advice. Maybe just life advice, too. But basically, you're not alone. This show is for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Does this sound familiar? Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, vegan, newly single, a cutter, a shit fucker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? 
Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating and picking at your face? Well, cut it the fuck out. Who's going to love you if you're all pockmarked and gross? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Me too. Are your friends assholes who talk behind your back? Is life not responding to your text message, your Facebook poke, your retweet, or your Instagram like? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit. You need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me and my upcoming guest, Emma Koenig, from a super, who's also a super awesome blogger. I mean, I think I'm pretty awesome. Uh, and can we never call me a blogger or her a blogger ever again? Thank you in advance. Um, anyway, let me and my upcoming guest, Emma Koenig, be the shoulder, be the shoulders that you guys cry on. Because all, I know basically all I want to do tonight is be the big sister that you never even knew you needed. And maybe... Just maybe if you let me be the big sister you jerk off to. All right, so pick up your smartphones, call in. Uh, you can call in using Gmail or Skype even. It's the future. Whatever it takes for you to get through tonight and dial 646-378-0649. Or if you're totally broke and embarrassing, you can call in toll-free at area code 877-877. Five six nine three five eight eight. It's a toll-free telephone number that I provide for you out of the kindness of my own pocket. So let's get back on track already because I've already lost it uh, along the way 18 times. Anyway, tonight I have a very special guest. Her name is Emma Koenig. She is the writer and illustrator of this epic blog uh, and a book and a TV show that's in the works. She'll tell you all about it. How dare you jump the gun? She'll, she'll explain herself in a bit. It's called Fuck, I'm in my 20s. It's amazing. Let me pass her through. Yeah, we're passing her through. That's, that's showbiz lingo. Uh, Emma? Hey. Hey, Lexi. Hey, How are you? What's up? Um, nothing, but we're very excited to have you over here. And by we, again, I'm I mean I'm glad me. to be here. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's let's set the stage and paint the picture for, um, for all the guys that want to potentially, if you don't mind, uh, jerk off to the side of you. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> let's, let's just, let me try to get more people. You said that right when my boyfriend walked in the room. <laughs> no. Is he listening? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> guys, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's cool, everybody. Now, Emma, what are you wearing or who are you wearing more specifically? Um, I'm wearing some knee socks right now. Oh. Um, yeah, a little, a little quirky. Um, some people are into that, and I'm wearing a dress that makes me look like I'm five, a flowered dress. <laughs> so, this you know, a, like, very hot stuff we're working with right now. Very hot. This is like a pedophile's dream or a nightmare because you're, exactly. you're older. You're older than, like, nine ever. Um, exactly. Are, is, any, is, is any of what you're wearing American apparel, or is it just vintage or a mix? <laughs> no, no American apparel. I think I'm wearing like underwear from like Kmart. So you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. This is great. A style icon is born. This is so great. <laughs> yeah, I keep it real. I keep it pretty real over here. She keeps it street. Yeah. She keeps it real. I've been to her. I've been to her apartment. I'm not going to give out the address, but she keeps it real street. Um, it's real. So <laughs> kidding. It's great. It's like don't let your boyfriend know I'm shit talking in the apartment that you were shit talking about behind his back. Okay. We weren't supposed to talk about that. Okay. 
Let me, okay. Now, let's rewind here. Tell me about you because um, the other day, Emma and I only recently met because we were basically set up on a on a blind girl date. Um, because Emma moved to Los Angeles from New York, and why did you move here? And just tell, like, tell me about, fuck, I'm in my 20s and how that started and, and what that's evolved into. Sure. Well, it's been kind of a crazy, complicated, in some ways, journey over the past year. But essentially, I graduated from college. I was super depressed. I was trying to channel that into something hopefully funny slash positive. So I wasn't just, like, moping around being an idiot. Um, so then I started this blog with a uh, – with limited drawing skills, it's kind of like a cartoon site of just like being in your 20s and uh, the frustrations and the joys of being in your 20s, um, all based on my own experiences. And not that long after I put it up, I was lucky enough to be offered a book deal. The book is now out um, in stores everywhere right now. Um, yeah, and, oh, and, uh, and but most importantly, this is—I mean, this is important to me because I'm such a fucking nerd. But you can get it at Urban Outfitters, and I like my dream is to write a book and just have it like be able to walk into any Urban Outfitters and it's just laying there because it would make me so cool. <laughs> it's funny because sometimes I walk in and it's like really hidden, and it like, but I feel like I can't get upset because it's such an amazing thing that even the book exists and that it's at that store. So I feel like such a bitch to get mad that it's, like, really hard to find sometimes. But anyway, anyway I'm but getting off track. My friend, my friend Dallas wrote a book, and it was a, it's called An Awesome Book, and it was – I know this is about you, but I'm throwing it to Dallas really quick. <laughs> but he, he wrote a book that was avail, that's available at Urban Outfitters, and I would go into to various Urban Outfitters all over, and his book would be really hidden. So what I would mm-hmm. do as, as his loyal best friend is I would just fucking take it from the cubby hole it was hidden in, and I just move it to the front. And I feel like I'm, I should just start doing that for your book, or we could do this together, and we could just go around all, like, Los Angeles. Totally. Yeah, we could just start moving Yeah, I'm down to be to other people's hype, hype girl also. I'll move other people's books for them, too. Yeah, I'll, um, move, I'll, move, I'll move your book, and then when I have a book out, you move my book to the front of Urban Outfitters. Done. It's a deal. Okay, Let's cool. Let's this. So, so, yeah, so I uh, – and basically, um, to, to tell, like, a quick version of how it is in development to be a TV show, um, a crazy thing, uh, is basically any book that ever is published ever in the contract, there's a little thing about TV and film rights. So, you know, even as, as this crazy thing was happening of, like, I'm being offered a book deal – I never expected this or intended for this to happen. It's so amazing. There was just like this little voice in my head of this could also turn into something in the film and TV world. And I was, was slash am an actress and went to school to be an actress. And uh, so that was an exciting possibility because I always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. That's what I've been working towards my whole life. So basically moved to Los Angeles in January to get on the path of trying to turn it into a TV show and was basically hustling for a year. Um, And I got really lucky and I pitched it to NBC and they bought it. So now it's in development there. 
And what is, so how did you, like, and you don't have to get into this if you don't want to or you can't, but, like, basically we'll, we'll go talk about the blog first. What does that mainly mm-hmm. deal with? Because I've looked at, at a lot of it, and, and it, for me, what I got right off the bat was it seems like it deals primarily with, like, social anxiety and, like, weird social politics and just being, like, brutally self-aware and, like, and just, am I wrong? I know that's what I got. No, no, no. I, I think that's totally, that's, that's totally it. I mean, I think that I've often said if I had to describe the blog slash the experience of being in your 20s in one word, it would be doubt because I think, you know, I'm walking around with tremendous self-doubt, with doubt about the future, about what other people are thinking, and, like, I guess I'm just, like, curious as to how that doubt manifests itself in our lives and influences our behavior and such. So uh, that's what I'm into investigating. So what is the character, like, so so translating, like, you know, being a 20-something is, like, doubting their future or doubting their choices or, like, you know, being in dating, awkward dating situations or, or like, you know, work scenarios or whatever, mm-hmm. like, how would, and, again, don't answer anything you don't want to answer, but how would that translate to, like, to a TV show? Would, like... Well, basically, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to respond to this. I mean, basically, I, it's an ensemble show, and... uh I think that it's about um, it's about like the family that you choose for yourself in your 20s and how that becomes like a really important uh, like home base for you uh, despite all your doubts. So it's really about like the relationships that you have with people and like and cherishing those. I don't know if that sounds lame, but, I mean, I guess you realize that, like, you have to deal with so much shit and so many assholes, like, and just, like, so many bad situations in your 20s that when you find the people who really get you and, like, you have an amazing time with, you don't let that go no matter what. So I think that's what the show is about. Yeah. Oh, and then you and I were talking. Yeah, yeah, that that, that sounds great. Like, like, you and I were talking about this because, you know, since both of us, like, we have our blogs, and I hate the word blog. I spell it B-L-A-W-G just because I fucking hate the word blog so much. And then I wasn't uh-huh. sure if, I wasn't sure if because, if because your your blog is on a Tumblr page, so I wasn't sure if you call it a Tumblr, or, like, is there, like, is it, like, do you prefer, have any preference or whatever? Um, I mean, I call it a blog just, I guess, like, for simplicity's sake, but I agree that, you know, just because that's the easiest term to describe fuck in my 20s or boy crazy, it almost just, like, uh, labels you as a joke in a way, that it's just, like, a blog, some, like, illegitimate ramblings of some, like, self-absorbed person. I feel like that's what blog has kind of come to mean. So I, I understand I, the apprehension in using that word. I know. It's uh, like it, when you say it, it's like nobody wants to be called a blogger or a YouTuber. It's just, like, the yeah. biggest insult. But you know you may you might put really. Great that's videos. what it is, I guess. So. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't mean you don't have a, a voice. Like for well, you have a great sounding voice, and you have a great, uh, you know, uh, point of view or whatever. All the Thank you. Um, Thank you. Alexis. Oh, so you're welcome. Um, I mean all of it. Now here's oh, this is you and I were talking about this the other day because Emma doesn't have a car here. She knows how to drive. Mm-hmm. She does not have a car in Los Angeles. This is fine. But so we've hung out twice and like. Um, I, I dropped her off at the Grove. I don't know why I'm giving you guys unnecessary details of the time that Emma and I spent together because that's really none of your business. But uh, so we were talking about 
on our way to the Grove. Oh, and then another side note of a side note. I was told, because I have a habit of telling people where I was, um, I have a habit of telling people where I was when I had a thought, and I found uh-huh. out that that's—I found out that that's a slight—that's like a like a slight form of autism. Hmm. That's embarrassing. But anyway, we're in the car, we're driving <laughs> to the Grove, and Emma and, I were ta- Emma and I were talking about how since we're both the you know we're both bloggers, we're both um, we both had experience like developing our our story into a TV show, and it turns into this really bizarre thing that, like, I think both of us could relate to, uh, where all of a sudden, since you're the main character of your blog, or it's your, basically everything you write is coming from a really personal place, which is where I, mm-hmm. you know, how I write, I'm very personal and forthcoming and stuff, all of a sudden when you're in a room with these strangers and they're they're talking about your life, it's like you're put in this weird meta situation where you're like, oh, like, it's like this weird therapy situation where everybody has a, a, like an opinion on your life choices. Yeah. Or why, you know, why would the characters yeah. have So, so how are you dealing with that? Is it is it is it weird because you're you you <laughs> because I'm me? <laughs> no, um, because yeah, because you you've evolved past it and now you're forced to like go back to a, like a previous time. Right. I mean, it it definitely you know writing about your life is definitely some really kind of comprehensive form of therapy uh but yeah it really has made me kind of question a lot of things that I thought I was over emotionally just by having other people ask questions about characters that are based on real people and when people say stuff like that guy seems so unlikable like why would that character like him so much and I'm like I don't know (laughs) why did I like him so much exactly Um, (laughs) so it's kind of yeah it definitely brings up a lot um, but you also, it's uh, its kind of cathartic because you're able to, like, bring up all these moments from your own life and kind of dissect them and morph them into something new that's different from you. Because, you know, as I'm in development for this show and, like, hopefully the show will go on, I don't know, I, I hope so. But, uh, you know, where I am right now, it's like, it's not, it's based on my life, but it's not a it's not like a documentary or anything. It's not like verbatim what happened um, or what people said. So yeah, it's kind of like some mutated form of what I experienced in the past couple of years. I don't know if that makes any sense. It totally does. We're going to put this up. We're going to put a pin in this, and we're going to revisit this. And I have more questions for you, but let's get to a phone call, and hopefully we can give some people some uh, some mediocre advice to how they should live their life. Is this a Skype call? Ellen, Ellen, me, who is this? I don't know. What, I don't know what's going on there, if that was a prank call, a robot, or if somebody was trying to serenade you with a... I don't know, but uh, we're going to yeah, another Yeah, that was call. an awesome, awesome music call. Thanks for the um, music. Area code 516? Yeah, hello? Yes, hello. Hello. Emma, how, what are you wearing? Who is this? Tell us everything. Taisho. Uh, I am. No, my name's Taisho. That's my name. I was trying oh, to... I called you like... Four months ago, maybe five months ago, you never emailed me that thing. I was going to donate money to your show. Oh, okay. First of all, I thought you said, are you sure? And then that's why I said, I think I am, or I am. Um, okay, let me let me give everybody the, the background story for this caller. 
if I have this correct. Okay. So you are calling from New York? Yes. You're calling from New York. These are this is a, a caller from New York. They, you go to a gym. You listen for some, for whatever reason. You listen to a podcast at your gym called Boy Crazy Radio. And you called me months ago and you asked how you could donate money uh, to Boy Crazy Radio. And I thought that was really wonderful and I was really appreciative. But I just I felt guilty about asking for money or trying to tell you how to get money into a PayPal. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. And, I, I do Western Union. I never did PayPal. And when you ever go look me up on your um, Facebook page, I, I'm not ugly. I guess you don't like black guys. <laughs> uh, wait, did you say, you guess I don't like black guys? Yeah. You never, oh. Wait, that's so racist of you, first off. And I love black guys. Um, I've never had sex with a black guy, but it doesn't mean I don't love black guys. Wow, or that's crazy. Guys. You love sex. It's okay. I'm too big for you anyway, but... I just wonder why you didn't set me on your thing. He just he just wanted you to hit him up. He just wanted you to stay in touch. Well, sounds like I don't think you ever sent me an email. I don't know how to write this wrong. Um, I'm, I feel bad. B L K H. Everybody, write this down. Hold on. B L K H E. B L K H E. Black human. Breathe a black human. Black He-Man, so it's BLK. Yes. I can't even say this in a real way. Okay, Black He-Man. <laughs> yes, abbreviate Black and He-Man seven nine at yahoo dot com. You know that it's all about Gmail accounts now, or at least I mean, I feel like I feel like Hotmail accounts are back. Emma? Yeah, I think Hotmail accounts well, are back. Mail. I was just talking about the like that. I, I think you can't have a Yahoo dot com. Email address anymore. I think as long as it's not AOL, you're in the clear. Okay. I think you get a free pass as long as it's not AOL. Guess I'm not going to put that AOL commercial I just auditioned for yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, Blackie Man. Oh, by the way, give me and Emma some advice because we're two fun young white girls who, well, Emma has a boyfriend, but I mean, she may be single. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? I mean, we don't know. So she should just, like, store this info that you're going to give both of us. How can we, as dynamic, quirky, cool, hip, cool, edgy white girls, uh, attract a black man? Well, I'm white girls don't like too much. Wait, speak up. Problem. I want to understand you. We can't understand you. <laughs> just be yourself. I mean, you're pretty... Just yeah. be yourself. You should have no problem. I don't know about your other friend. My friend, her name is Emma. Just Google fuck you know exclamation point. I'm you in my twenties. You and have a bunch my of email address. Here, okay. take my other email address. I'm gonna send you a picture of me. I'm gonna show you what I am. <laughs> oh, okay. No, send me a picture. Send me a picture. Everybody send me a how picture. Can I, send... How can I send you a picture when I don't have your email address? My email address is on my website. I have a website called I'mBoyCrazy.com. My email address is BoyCrazyAlexi at gmail.com. B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y-A-L-E-X-I at gmail.com. All right. Send me a sexy pic. I'm not too sexy. <laughs> like 70% sexy. 70% oh. sexy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to send one picture. I'm 12 and a half, so you, I want to see you be able to mess with me. Oh, I think he already knows what picture he's sending. 
Do you? You already have one in mind that you've chosen? I think, well, you obviously called that dropped. I don't know how. Okay, so. <laughs> Wait, Skype, Skype caller, you're on. Are you there? Wait, who is this? Ellen, Ellen, Sonic? Who is this? Hello? I don't know what's happening. Me neither, but they're on. Anyway, okay, we'll go back to you. Here's my question. So you're talking about how um, being in your 20s is all about doubt and all this stuff and you get yourself into these horrible situations. I'm just upping the ante and I'm, like, taking it into a news place. But um, mm-hmm. what is the most, what's the most uncomfortable, crazy, like, sexual or experience you've ever been in? Or just what's some horrible uh, story? Well, it's, it's funny because I feel like there was a time where, like, I – I felt like I always would go out with these guys uh, and all these, like, crazy things would happen, and then I would, like, report back to my girlfriends, and I would be like, has somebody ever asked you to X, Y, and Z? And they'd be like, no, never. So I felt like I always was, like, the person who, like, was just, like, attracting, like, really weird uh, guys. Um, I'm trying to think of what the worst one was. Um do, 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 do. Well, basically, there was one time where I uh, went out with this guy that I met on the subway, which is probably, like, your first mistake. Um, and <laughs> and he was a really nice guy. And uh, then I um, – and it was when I still lived in a dorm in college – and so, like, I went out with him after that, and I, like, couldn't bring him back to my dorm. And then I went, like, really far away to his apartment uh, in Brooklyn, um, <sighs> which I don't advise because <laughs> I, like, had no idea where I was. It was just a bad, bad situation. Um, but essentially, he was this very, very sweet, like, insightful guy. And then as soon as we started hooking up, he just, like, changed into a totally different person and was just like was like yeah you like that you fucking cunt (laughs) and I was just like uh wait what (laughs) I mean it was I mean I think it was just like part of the shock was just how 180 it was from his personality like he was just kind of like this he was like a quiet like (laughs) <laughs> like so sensitive, he's so nice. Was he was and he like was a hipster? Just, was, was he like a hipster dude kind of vibe, or was it like a he total, was like he was life? a he was a drum teacher. He was like a <gasps> professor. Uh, I mean, he was like a young guy, but like a jazz professor. Oh my god, he, he could have done like, something weird with a he would like he did. Oh god, he could have done something really weird with a drumstick or something. Thank God. <laughs> what else? Happened? Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> How did you get out I think there? I, well, I, I mean, I think that I, I didn't know where I was, which, like, once oh. again, that I mean, like, I had, like, a general idea, but I think by that point it was, like, 3 in the morning, and I was just like, uh, I'm just going to, like, roll with this. This guy doesn't seem, like, crazy or anything. He just seems like this is his thing. This is his thing that he always does, and I just, like, walked into it. Um and it was just like out of a out of a movie that like as soon yeah. as we as, as soon as we stopped, then he just like 
right back to the really sweet, like, soft-spoken guy. I was like, do you want some water? Can I get you some water? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I think I just, so I basically, like, stayed there, and then in the morning he, like, walked me to the subway. It was, like, so nice. And I think, like, I even talked to, I think we, like, kept texting after that, but then never ended up seeing each other again. But that just, like, shows the kind of emotional (laughs) damaged place that I was in that I was, like, willing to, like, go out with someone I barely knew who then when I felt uncomfortable I didn't leave. And then I, like, acknowledged that I felt uncomfortable, still kept talking to him. So, like, I don't know. Nobody likes me. Maybe this guy likes me. Who knows? Crazy Taz. It's so weird, though, because I remember doing the same thing, and it was all before I was 26 because, like, oh, my God, I just remember being – I'd go to a party, and I remember one time – oh, my God, all these nightmare stories are coming up for me, but I went to a party, and I drank too much because I was, like, drinking to have – you know when you, like, you drink because you're you're nervous and you're self-conscious, but then you get get to that – but then you get to that happy drunken state, and then you want to maintain that happy drunk, so you keep drinking mm. until you have, like, that one drink too many, and all of a sudden you're spinning and you're going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I remember being at a party and, like, going to the bathroom to, to vomit, like, at the party, and I'm, you know, and I, I wasn't even, I was, like, so drunk, I wasn't even embarrassed. I was just, like, yeah. you know, no shame. No shame, because it's, like, I'm too out of it to even, like, be, like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm in this situation, and I oh, God, and this guy came in, and he's, like, holding my hair back, and I'm vomiting, and he's really cute, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's so nice. He's, like, holding my hair back, and he's seeing me be so gross. And then, like, I, I come up, I lift my head up from vomiting in the toilet, and I kind of I kind of wipe my face off, and then the dude fucking goes in and starts making out with me. <laughs> uh. And I think I went home with him because I was so grateful that, like, a guy paid attention right. to me. Right, no, like, of course. Yeah. What? Is, I did. Oh my god. What is? <laughs> wait, just, what is? Wisdom? Oh, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Go on. Go on. I don't know. I was just thinking that just reminded me of this other really depressing thing that happened to me, <laughs> where I um, met this guy that I really liked, uh, and I was like, and I and I was under twenty one at the time, because um, I remember. I made out with him one night, and then, like, I really was into him, and he sent me this text, like, inviting me to uh, his friend's birthday party at this bar. And he said, you should come, bring your friends, it'll be really fun. So I was so excited that he asked me to hang out again, but I couldn't find anyone to go to this bar with me because all of my friends were under 21, and, and I think at that time not that many people had fake IDs or whatever. I just couldn't... Uh, I had to go by myself, and I, once again, in the dorm, was drinking before I went to meet this guy, which I never do. I never, like, psych myself up by getting drunk, except for this one time, because I was just so nervous. I was also nervous I wouldn't get into the bar um, with, like, my fake ID and everything, but then I go to the bar, I meet him, I'm, like, already drunk, because I, like, you know confidence drank myself yeah. uh, to get uh, myself over there. I buy a dumb $10 drink, and then this guy introduces me to a couple people, then pulls me aside and is like, oh, Emma, you know that girl I introduced you to? I'm basically dating her. Oh! So I was like, 
there alone, no auxiliary to protect me. And I really liked it. So I was embarrassed. I was younger than everybody there. I just bought this dumb drink and I wanted to leave. And I was so hurt. And I just, uh, I pretended to get a phone call, like went into a corner talking to nobody on my cell phone and then went back to this guy and was like, oh, my friend Alex called. He needs me to, like, go help him with something. I don't know. So I have to go. And I just – and I was like, here, take this, and gave him the rest of my drink, which I had barely touched. And instead of taking that as um, a power move, which is what I intended, like, here, take this. I'm leaving. He was just like, oh, thanks for the drink. Like, thanks for thinking of me, Emma. Thanks for dropping by. Oh, my God. See, it's so weird what the the situations we get ourselves into. We have, like, when you're in your early 20s and you have no self-worth and you're such a people pleaser. And Mm -hmm. I know all of a sudden, like, I'm dredging up all these, like, dredging up all these crazy, horrible memories of my own, which a lot of them involve, like, vomiting in public or, like, or something or just, like, just a a poor choice that leads you to an even worse choice. Exactly. And, oh, God, I remember, like, being underage, having a fake ID, going out to some club in Hollywood, throwing up in public because I drank too much because I was like, I probably had a, a crazy eating disorder because I didn't think I was skinny enough, so I wasn't eating. So, uh, you know, alcohol just, of course, I was going to throw up. And then I remember, like, my mom being like, where are you? And me saying I was going to sleep over a friend's house, but instead I'm at some, like, 38-year-old dude's house like seeing a naked man for the first time and like not having sex with him, but here like sleeping over some guy's house while he like feeds me bread and draws me a bath and then like says mm-hmm. like, Oh, whispers in my ear. Like, Oh, that was, yeah. Some guy which just repulsed me. This is the first time I ever heard a guy uh, say this to me, but he, some stranger, he goes, you know, as we go to sleep, he goes, I want to be deep inside you. And I was like, I hadn't really had. I think I'd had sex. Yeah, I yeah. Super, I was just like a young, immature, like naive idiot putting myself in a dumb situation. And some thirty-eight-year-old dude, like I'm lying to my mom, and I'm hearing some dude say, "I want to be deep inside you." It was just so gross. Anyway, um, we're well, getting it's, to it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you there? You're on with me and Emma from Fuck. I'm in my twenties. Are you there? Hello. 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 Emma, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm good. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm Emily, and I'm 22, and I'm calling from Montreal. Well, say hello to Emma. Cool, and tell cool. Us hello, Emily. I love your blog, by the way. Well, both of yours. But Emma's I just discovered last week, and then I saw on Facebook that you were coming on tonight, so I had to call in and say hi. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks. Thanks so much. Perfect. What's going on? I'm a grad student, so it was it was your blog was speaking to me this week for sure. Yes. That's how it happens. <laughs> um Well what's what's your problem tonight? Um, well I feel like I'm calling on being a bit cliche because I feel I've been in a relationship for four years now and I'm really in love with my boyfriend and everything, but there's still this bit of like apprehension that I'm feeling that maybe he might not be the one for me, the or maybe one. there's somebody. Yeah, I, I know, I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> but, no, I mean, um, I, I, yeah, kind of I think this, that's a normal. Here. Just like you know, I think everybody, no matter what, anytime you commit to something, you're always kind of 
second-guessing yourself along the way. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, really frightening to commit, um, or it can be. I mean, I think as long as it's not, like, something that, like, you can't fall asleep, <laughs> you're, like, so agonized about it, you can't fall asleep, then, like, I think it's just something you see, you see how it goes. Um, yeah, until I, it becomes yeah. A problem. yeah. Well, I have a question. So, wait, so you're, you've been dating for a few years, so what's so, and there's no problem, like, get into him more. Like, what are you doubting? What do you notice that he does that, that annoys you? I guess, I don't know, it seems, maybe it's more on me that I, it maybe scares me how attracted I am to, like, other guys, and then I'm like, well, maybe, yeah, maybe there is something in my relationship that I'm not noticing that's actually bugging me a lot, because I'm pleasantly happy, I guess, in my relationship, but it's just, yeah. to kind of, it's that phase where it's kind of like, we're just going through the motions, but it's not mm-hmm. exciting anymore. Again, I feel like a bit of a cliche right now, but <laughs> no. But I mean, but you've been going out for you said three and a half years. Yeah. Now you're 22 years old, and I'm and and I'll throw this right back to Emma in a second because she, she, you know, she's in a relationship, and and I'm not in relationships, so or you know, we might be coming from two different places or whatever. But I don't mean to be like the naysayer asshole, but uh, <laughs> three and a half years, you're 22. Now I'm. My natural inclination is to say, like, you're not going to be with this guy forever. You're only 22. You've already been together for three and a half years. Like, you've got a life to live. You've got a million dudes to have sex with. But that's not everybody's <laughs> goal. Like, but, you know, uh, and it's natural for you to be attracted to other guys. My thing, personally, uh, is when I'm madly in love with a guy, and I've been in a five-year relationship, I've been in, like, a one-year relationship, I've been, I've been in six-month relationships, whatever, right from the mm-hmm. get-go, or depending on how strong – my feelings are for the person or how how crazy I am about him, uh, I usually don't even notice other guys. I don't, like, for, I mean, God. I mean, I was, for the first three or four years of my five-year relationship, I was all about the guy I was with. And I couldn't believe it because I've always been boy crazy. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and so that was, like, shocking to me that I could be so not interested in, in other people. But, uh, so maybe it's, you should start, paying attention to your boyfriend, see what's lacking, maybe write something out for yourself. Like for me, I know this sounds super cornball maybe, but uh, I actually like to just like hand write things and just kind of like weigh out how I'm feeling and be like, well, this is what I'm going through. Okay. I like to write things out by hand because I feel like it's, it's kind of therapeutic because it actually like gets something out of your system as opposed to just like typing into your, your iPhone, you know, uh-huh. writing out your feelings or whatever. I, I agree. Think it's like, I agree. <laughs> go, go on. Yeah, Emma, what do you think? Well, I mean, I think that I I totally get what you're saying in terms of, like, it not being exciting. Like, I've never been in a relationship for that long. Like, the relationship I'm in now is the longest that I've ever been in, and it's been, like, almost a year. So I can't really mm-hmm. pretend to understand what it's like to be there for multiple years. But, I mean, I think that there, it's, like, I don't think it's possible to just, like, only – only be attracted to one person. I think you can be primarily super attracted to your boyfriend and then, like, noticing somebody else is cute is not the end of the world. I think it would almost be weird if you didn't, like, if you didn't acknowledge anybody else being attractive. And I think, like, just the excitement thing, it's like, yeah, sometimes there's, like, there's something definitely exciting about, like, always meeting somebody new and, like, getting to kind of, like, tell your stories for the first time and, like, find your inside jokes with somebody else for the first time. But it also, 
there's a downside to all the, um, like, meeting new people thing. I'm, I'm like, not being articulate right now, but I think the downside to all that excitement is, like, it very quickly ends unless it becomes a yeah. relationship. So it's, like, yeah, it could be exciting to, like, go out and, like, hook up with somebody new, but then that might just be, like, end terribly and be really upsetting and <laughs> disappointing. I don't know. No, I, I can see it from great. both sides. No, that's great advice because, yeah, Emily, I think you should, like, write down, like, what you love about your boyfriend, why he makes you happy, things, things, write down what, what annoys you about him and, and uh, maybe yeah. things that are lacking, maybe write down things that are lacking that maybe you notice in other people or, or you're realizing you aren't kind of getting from him, but also realize, and I totally agree with Emma because that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm single and I'm so fucking nitpicky and crazy self-aware. Like in every situation I'm in, I overanalyze every single thing about a, a guy. It's exhausting. And, uh, and yeah, I go out with these. Sometimes it's nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I go out with these guys, and then I, you know, and I put them on a pedestal, and I, 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 I idealize them, and they're like amazing. And then like very quickly, and I'll say like, you know, maybe three weeks to three months in, I know everything about them. They're totally boring. I realize I'm smarter because here's what I do with guys. And this is I'm taking us off on a tangent, but I'll, I'll get right back on track. I swear to God. Um, I always my horrible habit is I put guys on a pedestal. And then I realize there's, that I'm smarter than them, and it's so disappointing. I, I automatically make the guy better than me. Like, that's my fucking weird, horrible flaw thing that I do, which is why I have daddy issues and a blog called I'm Boy Crazy. But, uh, <laughs> like, so, so, like, I meet these guys, and then and then it's actually, I've actually recently been thinking, like, when you do meet them, I, I'm actually craving a boyfriend, or I was a few days ago. I, I have to revisit that because I think I'm happy being alone again. But um, <laughs> the great thing about having a boyfriend is someone knows who you are. You feel safe with them. You don't have to exert all this extra time, like, trolling for dudes to have sex with you when you're in a weird mood or, like, getting validation from, from dudes and wondering, well, God, will he text me? It's kind of nice having that one person who cares about you loves you and invested in you that you can trust that your parents know that you there's a safety in that it feels really comfortable and it's not a boring comfortable it's like a it's wonderful i think that's what a lot of people are looking for you know i mean that's what movies are about right yeah i mean i guess also just to play devil's advocate even on my own point it's like it's totally fun to be single too (laughs) but i think it's just like it's like i think it's just about like where you're finding fulfillment if you're finding fulfillment in the relationship, which it sounds like you are, then I think there's no reason to, like, stray from that. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't want to take yeah. that big risk if I am happy in yeah. the relationship. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. It's all about being happy. Yeah, yeah. Then, then, don't, then don't beat yourself up if you, like, because here are little fun things you can do if, like, you're having a weird day and you're, like, angry at your boyfriend, you're just so annoyed, you're like, oh, he's wearing that shirt again, I fucking hate that shirt, oh, God, he's so annoying, and you're like, ah, oh, I, I used to love that mole on his face, but now I just want to punch him in the fucking face, like, if you, if I, whatever, whatever reason, we're women, we have weird mood swings, we can turn on a dime, uh, thing, fun things you can do are, you can talk to a cute guy, that's not cheating, you're allowed to talk to a cute guy, you can ask a new person questions and have a back and forth, and flirt, that's not cheating. That's you can you can eye fuck with a stranger. All that means is like you're walking into Target or Whole Foods and you hold your head up high. It's actually a good exercise in uh self worth and confidence. Hold your head and up posture. high. And and posture. And you can yeah. hold 
You hold eye contact with a stranger who is good-looking, and then whoever looks away first loses, but that's called eye-fucking, and I do it all the time. It's great. <laughs> I love that. I, I hope we help. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I hope, I hope we help somewhat. Okay. I don't know what, what you said, but I feel like we really helped. That's what I think. <laughs> um, Ari, well, thanks, thanks, Emily. Area code three four seven. You're on with me and Emma Koenig from Fuckin' in My Twenties. Woo! Hello. What's your Hi. name? How old are you? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, my name's Cece. Um, twenty three. Living in New York. What's going on? Cool. Um, <laughs> so. I've seen this guy for, like, over a month now. I met him on a dating site, which I only mm-hmm. did on the dating site for, like, five days. Then I quit. It was just too weird. Yeah. Like, weird guys and creepy guys. Mm-hmm. And then but I met him. He's really nice and cute, I think. Uh, we've been going out, like, every week, sometimes, um, like two days in a row we go out. We all we do is eat, bowling and pool, all that. But it seems like there's no sparkles or any flirting going on. So yeah. What? There's wait. There's no, no what flirting going on. Okay. Yeah. So what? Well, I don't know what happened. You know. And yeah. And he did admit he's. Guy. And yeah, I don't know. I, it's like I will eye fuck him every time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Listen to you eye yeah. fucking him every time. Okay, here's I'm just gonna jump in real quick. Well, first off, um, women can sometimes be stronger and more. I mean, I feel like well, maybe not always, but I mean, I'm kind of ballsy and uh, and loudmouth and and brave, and and I meet kind of. Uh, quiet, unsure guys, or or something. It's just like these. And if this guy met you on a website, on a dating website, yeah. chances are, and he's already admitted to you that he's shy. You're gonna have to take the reins and kind of like uh, push him in in the direction you want him to go in. So maybe be more flirty, be more touchy, like you know, give him signs that it's okay to come in and kiss you or whatever. Just like hold his hand, slap him on the knee when he says something funny. Hopefully he says <laughs> funny shit or something. But Emma, what do you think? If he says something funny. Um, if he's not, well, I mean, I think, you know, sometimes you have to like subtly or not so subtly push people and let them know it's okay to kind of invade your personal space and like be a little more open. But sometimes it's just like, it's not worth the trouble. If it like really is like pulling, if it's really like pulling teeth to hang out with somebody and you're not getting any vibes and sometimes it's best to walk away. I fucking totally agree. I totally agree. What kind of fucking dude do you want, Stacey? Sorry, this is Stacey, right? Um, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, like, the kind of... Okay, I'm just, just going to steamroll you. Can you handle this, Stacey? Do you mind if I just steamroll you for, like, 27 seconds? Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> this is a fucking struggle that I've been going through where I am such a loudmouth person sometimes. I've got a big personality. Uh, Emma does, too. Well, you're, Emma, your boyfriend's more quiet than you, right? yeah. Yeah. So sometimes, but, but like, I mean, it's not like a a bad thing. Yeah, he doesn't have a disability. <laughs> no. Okay. So I've been going through the same thing where I was dating a guy, um, not that long ago, who 
paper, it was like pulling teeth. And you know what? The pulling teeth is a fucking turnoff, and I just got exhausted. And and like, because the kind I realized, I don't want to, I don't want to beg some dude to fuck me. I don't want to beg some dude to make out with me or show him the ropes or blah blah. I need somebody to help me shut the fuck up, feel like a woman, and just take the reins himself so I can be a girl. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Mm-hmm. That's what we have. That's what we have to decide. Like okay, yes, we can act a certain way to get help the dude come out of his shell and we can do all this stuff and we can figure it all out or whatever. But, like, ultimately, what do you want? Because if you – if that doesn't feel comfortable and it does feel like you're working a ton and you want a guy to make you feel like a woman, whatever the fuck that even means, when I say <laughs> it, I mean, like, be stronger and, like, a fucking dude, then this fucking pussy wimp bonehead who met you on OkCupid is not the dude, right? Right. Right. But the thing is, it's like he's a bartender and he's hours like it's like offset with me. And then oh, you know uh, like, like he'll be texting me every time he wake up. That's that's the first thing he do. Like he texts mm-hmm. me every time he wake up and he stay in that like text me. And what then I, I I don't know. I'm <laughs> asking. And then like he's. Always want to get me out, and uh, he, he always asks me out. And then, but he's not making any moves. Okay, so there. I I get that. Interesting. So here's the, thing. the dude likes you. He's putting an effort that barely any effort with the texting. I would like. I prefer it if he called you because I feel like I'm your big sister tonight. So is Emma. We want. <laughs> I I would like a guy to just fucking pick up his phone and call I, her. I mean, like not yeah, not to be a naysayer, too. but I don't think. I don't know that many guys that are going to call. No really? What. Yeah. I'm, like, shocked when people call. I think texting, unfortunately, is just – you can't, it, doesn't, it can't have a negative connotation. But I guess – I mean, are you, are you feeling like you're kind of, like – provocative is the wrong word, but, like, do you feel like you're being flirtatious in your text back to him? No, I kind of tease him about, like – Oh, so I'm just like the first person you think about when you wake up. So you text me. He's like, yeah, I'm too lazy to get out of bed. I just text you. And yeah, I kind of push him a little before, ah. and, like, like, and, like call me because we we're trying to figure out, um, like, where to go to eat or like get a okay. drink at. And then it's like, call me. It's hard for me to make a plan to text. You know, oh, I have to push him to call me. Okay, but I, I think I, I've even heard enough because we're going to get to another call. Here's what I feel. When it's right, it shouldn't be so exhausting. Like, Yeah, I know, agree. It, that That is kind of like simple advice. Take that, put it in your pocket. It's too much. I mean, I've had enough experiences with guys where, you know, oh, come over. What does that mean? I'm analyzing the text. He's not coming over, but he texted me, so why is he putting his attention on me? But it's just, fuck you. It's not you. I mean, this dude. Like, it's right. not right. Like, he's, he's not what you need. So I say just ignore him. Ignore him and let him man up. And I feel like guys should still call. I know I know it's the future, and it's like this is how it is, and we should just accept Like, everything's evolved to just texting and whatever, but, like, I don't know. I still like calls. Like, I love texting, but I also like it. Yeah, yeah. It calls was, are great. Calls are like the way to a woman's heart. <laughs> I know. I swear to God, it's crazy. Talk now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, area code eight one eight. Hi. 
what's your hey. name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Say hi to Emma. Hey, I'm Mona from North Hollywood. Hey. Hey, so um, I have a major crush on my brother's best friend. Ooh. Yeah, intense. Has this yes. been going on for a long time? Uh, the crush like started uh this year, but I've known them since I've been uh like fourteen. Mhm. And uh, I'm twenty two now, but um we've gotten to know each other since, and now I'm like, what's what's gonna happen? Like I have crush on him that I have. I know I shouldn't have, really, you know, yep. because he is my brother's best friend, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, there, there are no rules. You're allowed to have a crush on him. Does he have a crush yeah. on you? Well, I, I feel like he does, but my brother is not big on, like, friends, you know? He's not what? He's not big on, like, he selects his friends very closely. Like, he has a small group of friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, how old is the friend, by the way? He's 25. He's 25, and you've known him, you've had a crush on him since you're 14, you're 22 yeah. now, you've known him, he's a big part of your life, you probably feel like he's he, he's a brother you want to have sex with, kind of, a, he's, you're close <laughs> to this person, right? What? You're close to this person, right? He's been in your life for a long time, right? Well, or he's no? always been really shy, we've, like, barely oh. gotten close this last year. Another shy bonehead. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Not all the shy ones are bad, Alexi. <laughs> I know. All I get are shy ones. I'm so sick of shy ones. <laughs> hmm. I mean, it's, well, I guess, like, is it out of the question to talk to your brother about it? I don't know whether I should. I mean, uh, it's a complicated Because you feel like he's going to be like, walk away. Like, you feel yeah. like your brother will be overprotective of, like, the both oh, of you? Yeah, there there was a situation where um, we were drinking. Mm-hmm. My brother hit the friend and myself. We were drinking, and then um, I was talking to the friend, and uh, my brother said, hey, you're, like, breathing on him. You're too drunk. Go to sleep. And uh-huh. I'm like, well, uh, I'm, I'm severe. It's me, myself, you know. My brother was your like, brother's no, 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 cock-blocking you. <laughs> yeah, your brother's a totally. Your brother's a total cock-block. That is the worst feeling. Oh, do you do you live with your brother? Yes. Oh, uh, you guys still live at home with your parents and stuff? Yeah. Okay, so oh my God, I don't know. I know Anna doesn't watch Real Housewives of New Jersey or any of the franchise, but I do. <laughs> and if you will, uh, if you'll visit Hulu and watch Real Housewives of uh, of New Jersey. And you look, you uh, look at the Manzo family. Caroline Manzo's daughter ended up dating one of her brother's friends. It was a little bit tricky, but in the end, you have to follow your heart. I think it's fine. I think you should like, first off, see how the dude feels. Uh, ignore your brother. Maybe in passing, or when you guys are having a drink or whatever, to get the shy guy out of his shell, you can come up with some weird excuse like, oh, like I'm going to text you this funny picture right now. What's your number? But you probably already have his number. But whatever. Then I don't text him. Oh, well, that's a perfect excuse. You're at a, you're at, you're with him. You're going. Oh my God, I got to. What's your what's your number? I'm gonna text you this photo right now. Because then it's right in the moment. You get the number, and then at some point, 
on a day when you're feeling brave, um, you go, you just text them and you go, what are you doing right now? I mean, this is my tactic. Yeah. I'm like, you can rip it to shreds if you want. But And then um, maybe maybe you'll end up on the phone having a chat, like the olden days. And then, and then right. or maybe you'll meet up and do something fun. You can go, well, I'm going to go to this bar right now. I'm going to go do this thing. Do you want to come? And then mm-hmm. if he's into you, men usually go where they want to go. They don't do things they don't want to do. And if he wants to hang out right. with you, if, if he can't handle it and he feels weird about it because his, your brother is his friend, then he won't do it. But if he wants to and he's intrigued, then he will. But you've got to lay the groundwork. You've got to get that number, text him on your own, get him away from the brother, and then work your wily, magical ways on him that only women can do. Yeah. And I feel like oh, if, it's, if it's on, like it's – if you both are into each other, then, like, you can figure out later how to, like, tell your brother and have it be not a weird thing. Right. Like, okay. I think no I think I no matter, and, like, we do yeah. that. Awesome. I'm down with okay. it. For sure. I hope we, I hope we help. I've got to wrap up the show. we got three more minutes left of the show. Um, I was going to ask you, Emma. Um, yeah. Okay. So, looking back, because you're still in your 20s, you're still, you know, in your early 20s, so, mm-hmm. but... With the knowledge and the experience you've gone through thus far in your life, what would you tell yes. the younger person? If, well, what advice? Um, what advice would you give like your 11 or 12 year old version of you? Like, what would you warn her against and go, "Oh God, I had to learn this the hard way, but I don't want you to." Here's some amazing advice. Um, hmm. I guess I would say, don't be discouraged by people treating you like shit because like I think that's just (laughs) I think that's part of life you're gonna like encounter relationships that suck or like not even relationships pseudo relationships uh that suck or just like friends that come and go because they treated you terribly or just like they sucked for whatever reason and I think there's something just like incredibly upsetting about this slow realization that there are so many people who are going to hurt you. <laughs> that sounds pretty bleak. But, I mean, it's true. It's like, you know, throughout your life there are going to be so many people that are going to hurt you. And I think I spent a lot more time focusing on that than all the people who, have like, support me and love me and have been, like, amazing people in my life. And, like, I still have to remind myself of that. But, like, I get, I get so, like, destroyed uh, by, like, people <laughs> at a really basic level, people being mean to me, um, and, like, just to, like, try to disregard that as much as possible. That is excellent advice. And with that, we're going to wrap up the show. Thank you so much for being on Boy Crazy Radio, by the way. Oh, thank you for having me. Tons of fun. Oh, my God. Everybody out there, visit uh, Emma Koenig's uh, her blog, which is Fuck I'm in My Twenties, uh, buy her book, which is also called Fuck I'm in My Twenties. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Yes, you are. Um, what else? Look forward to her TV show. Follow her on Twitter at mjuko, E-M-J-U-K-O. Uh, follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And uh, tune in next Wednesday. Yes, next Wednesday, same time, same place. Emma, we love you. Thank you very much. Oh, I love you. Bye. Yes. Birthday. It's your birthday. If I die, carry me inside the They ask me what I do and who I do it for. And how I come up with this stuff in the studio. All I want for my birthday is a big booty.
Hey, will the whistle hold his tag? Hey, stand up. Hey, stand up. LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for and Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer lands 1716-7218. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.